Buenos dias. Welcome to the People Power Everything podcast. I am your host, John Dallas, and I believe that there is power in the masses. The goal of this podcast is to talk about that power, how we can help it manifest itself for all of us, and some lessons I've learned along the way. Welcome to this week's podcast. This one is called Building Burnout Barriers, and it's been a whirlwind of activity at work for me. With the end of the year coming, trying to close out different things, trying to plan for next year, budget planning, a lot of stuff to do. Um, the team's really been stepping up to it, but it's it's difficult and it's a challenge to keep uh, barriers so we don't burn out, but it's really, really important. So I wanted to under, underline that this week. And even if we don't want it to, work will spill over into our home lives. And it's something we need to be careful of. Juggling the demands of our professional responsibilities with all of our personal lives, what we want to do and be outside of that main job can be incredibly demanding. And it's easy to find ourselves on the brink of burnout, if not past the brink. Hopefully you're not past the brink. So to help navigate that, I've put together a few strategies inspired by articles like there's one called Preventing Burnout, Seven Strategies and When to Seek Help from a site called medicalnewstoday.com. I found really good. As well as there's a Harvard Business Review, hbr.org article called What's Fueling Burnout in Your Organization. That one goes more into depth on more of the sources of it. And I think for leaders, it'd be really good read, though a little less practical in terms of uh, how to react to it or or how to prevent it uh, practically. So here are my top three favorites. Um, There is a fourth one. The fourth one is seek professional help when you need it. Call a friend, call a family member, ask for help, uh, but also reach out to professional help. Um, it's an act of strength and self-care that we should never shy away from. Use your employee system program at work if you have one. Go for it. It's important and it will pay off. So first and foremost, and that relates to the self-care, is take care of yourself. This is a cornerstone of mental and physical well-being. Prioritize yourself. Prioritize your self-care. For example, we need enough sleep. Aim for seven to nine hours a night. Even if you think, oh, no, I'm good with two, three, you're probably not, um, and it's going to affect you long term. Also, diet. I found this one to be really, really relevant recently, and I've been noticing the difference in how I eat and how it affects my energy levels the next day. Go for a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, you know, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains, put it all together. Um, you'll feel better for it. You know, have a salad instead of a poutine. You'll feel better for it. Then exercise. It should be part of our routines. You don't need to go nuts. You don't need to do hours of powerlifting every day. Half an hour a day, four to five days a week, moderate exercise, walk. It's good. Just get moving. It boosts your physical health, but it also enhances 
our mood and cognitive function. Feed the body, feed the brain. Exercise is good, and it's good for both the brain and the body. So here's a few ideas. Create a sleep schedule. So what time are you going to go to bed? What time are you going to wake up? And a few hours before you go to bed, stop the screens. That's important. And just be relaxed. And when you create that schedule, create the, um, the routine of going to bed. Your body gets used to it. I use sometimes uh, guided meditation or breathing exercises. They tend to help me just get into that letting go of the day. Um, make sure you're in a dark, quiet room if you can manage it. If you're working nights, try to make that room dark. Uh, it's important. And then consider mixing in cardiovascular and strength training exercises. So while I said, you know, 30 minutes a day, it's good, but put in those strength training exercises. They're things that over time, they really build up into making your body more resilient, protecting you against the long-term effects of things like... Um, could be osteoporosis or uh, weakening of the joints, uh, arthritis. I personally am going through, again, I went through a thing called frozen shoulder, um, which exercise helps quite a lot. Stretching helps and doing the strength training helps as well. Uh, I want to be healthy and be able to travel. I want to be able to do things. So it's important long-term that we keep doing these things. And enjoy a variety of nutritious foods, leafy greens, whole grains, you know, get a mix. There's a podcast and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. I'll try to find it for the show notes. But the basic premise was try to incorporate 30 different plants in your diet per week. So, and a plant doesn't necessarily mean a green. It can be absolutely, but nuts, seeds, berries, you know, the, the fruits, the vegetables, all that together. If you get up to 30 different plants in a week, you're going to get all your nutritional needs taken care of within your food. You won't need supplements. You won't need to spend that extra money there. Spend it on good food. Secondly, set boundaries. This is something that over the last year and a half, I've been really learning a lot about and learning how I set my boundaries and how I sometimes lack respect for them. And I've been working on that a lot, but establishing clear boundaries between work and home life, for example, is important, especially when we work from home, we need to define specific working hours and stick to them. I know it can be really, really hard. There are studies that show people who work from home who don't commute, they take that commute time and they work it instead. So, Good for the employer. Um, I personally love working from home. I do recognize that getting into the office and seeing people is really important as well. But at the same time, I love working from home. And, you know, a rainy day, a snowy day, um, a day where I just want to get out on my bike at the end of the day. So being at home means at the end of the day, I can get out right away instead of spending an hour in traffic. Um, these are things that are important, but you need to be able to set that boundary and say at 4 p.m., 5 p.m., whatever your time is, you're done. Walk away. The work will be there. Don't look at your email. Don't look at, you know, any kind of messaging platforms. Turn it off. 
If you need to be available, I need to be available 724 in my role. If my team needs me, they call me and I make that clear. Don't send me a message on Teams or any instant messaging platforms on Slack or an email. I will not look at it. So if you need me, you can either text me or you can call me. And these are available to my whole team. And I find it has two effects. One is it limits the distractions I have outside of work hours. But the second effect is instant messaging and Teams and email, they're too easy. They're too easy for people just to send and say, I sent it. If they see it, they see it. If they don't, they don't. Um, go back to the email urgency bias. If you're checking email and you get an email, then you're more likely to respond or feel pressure to respond. So just don't do it. As a leader, don't send that email. Don't put that pressure on your people. And at the same time, set those boundaries that when you're out of the office, you're out of the office. And if they absolutely need you, they can call you. And a lot of people won't call because they say, I'm disturbing them. Well, you're disturbing them with other stuff too, but a call is really disturbing, not disturbing in that way. sounds like we're in a horror movie, but it breaks somebody's day to call them. So you know that's going to happen. So you're less likely to do it unless it's really important. So it's a good way to set that boundary. And then... The last thing I would say in the top three anyways, you can go read the uh, different articles and you can find all sorts of different articles around preventing burnout. But the last one is learn to say no. This is really important, not only from a mental health perspective and stress perspective, but also from a productivity perspective. Learning to say no is essential to avoid overextending ourselves and to agreeing to do things that we really don't want to do. We need to assess our priorities and commitments before accepting new tasks and responsibilities. This is really important to be able to say, I just don't have time for that. Or here are my priorities. If I were to do this, here are all the things that are going to fall off the table. And are you okay with that? And make that a priority to say that. We can politely decline requests that we can't manage or that will jeopardize our well-being. For example, if I didn't learn to say no, to the amount of uh, vendors or people who want to be potential partners with me just because of my role, I would spend my day talking to them, literally. I get about 25 to 30 emails a day, which are basically cold calls over email, and they're automated. The person sending them doesn't even know they're being sent. They're done through a system. And then the calls, same thing. If I were to answer everybody who called me wanting to introduce themselves and spend a half an hour and sell me something... I would do that all day. So I can't. I have to be able to say no. And there's different strategies to that. If I really need a service, I will reach out. I will, you know, keep their names. I have a little folder in my email called solicitation. And if I need something, I go search in that folder and I look for whoever sent me something in the past. Maybe there's some great stuff in there. Maybe there's some stuff I need, but I cannot do it every day. It wouldn't work. So taking control here is not only about avoiding burnout, but it's that being more productive. I wrote an article called The Art of Doing Less. You can look in the archives and see that. The Art of Doing Less to Be More Productive. So idea here is if you're already swamped with work and someone asks for your help on a project, be honest about your capacity and politely decline. I'm 
sorry, I can't help you there. If you really want to, or if you really need to, then there's a prioritization exercise that needs to happen. And you make it clear that these are the things you can do and here's the time you have. And if you can't do that, you're really only hurting yourself. Um, That's not true. You're not only hurting yourself. You're hurting the other party as well, your team. Because if you're not prioritizing something and you're stretching yourself too thin, you just end up not doing anything. If you really, really, really want to do nothing, be overloaded and you'll get nothing done. So I encourage you overall to read through the links. Uh, I'll put some in the show notes and build your own plan. And I'll be happy to support it. If you want support, send me an email, john at peoplepowereverything.com. I'll be happy to help. I'll be happy to chat with you. That's the kind of partnership time I will take. And I will take your call. Schedule something, please. But I will absolutely take your call and help you out on that if you need it. Also, help other people with their ability to build spaces that are safe to be in. When we help other people, we don't feel as guilty about saying no. You know, if a friend told you, hey, this other person wants me to help them move, I barely know them, Um, I might get pizza and beer, and your friend might say, just say no, dude. Um, It's all right to say no. Where we feel a bit guilty because we want to help people, we want to be good, but... You know, we need to learn to help ourselves uh, before we help others. And then we can be about helping others and being there in a controlled way. And it's important to help others and to help ourselves. Because after all, people power everything. And our health depends on it. So it's good to do. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you appreciated the comments. If you have any comments for me, send them, john at peoplepowereverything.com. I'd be happy to hear from you. And I wish you a great day and great week ahead. Love you all.